At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Murder. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey, that was a good one. Yeah, we were fucking on spot with that. Yeah, we were on point. So, uh, we had a great show in Chicago. We did. We had a really, yeah. The Chicago Fan Expo. We did. It went really well. We had quite a few people there. We did. The guy said it was the biggest turnout he had all day. Yeah. It was a Thursday, so I mean, it wasn't... It was crowded for a Thursday, it, it I was, feel like. It was crowded for a Thursday, yeah. but I mean, last year, I I think we were on the weekend and it was jam-packed. Well, and we did a, a not a duel, but we were with somebody. Yeah. Comparing, you know. Right, right. So. But yeah, it was a good turnout. I thought it was. It was cool. The guy looks like Antonio from Chicago PD. He does. Yeah. He does. Nice guy. Really Chuck. nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's his name? Chuck, yeah. I don't know why I didn't know that. Probably because I don't talk to him, you do. Yeah, he goes around to all the fan expos and does that. So hmm. It's a cool gig. Yeah, right? Fuck. You know? Man, it was so hot up there. Jesus. Dude, it was 169 degrees. Well, and I felt better when he's like, this is the hottest part of the building. I'm like, okay, so it's not a fucking hot flash. No, dude. And, and remember when I asked you, like, you yeah. went to go get pop and I called oh you and God. I was like, is it just me or is like, a, a, am I like dying in here or oh is it really just this hot? I was like trying to hold the backpack straps off of my armpit so you couldn't see that I was sweating like a fucking oh, animal. Oh, babe, my, my shorts were <clears throat> soaked. My shirt was soaked. And then we go the to get swass pop. The was just ridiculous. Oh, my God. And then we go to get pop and, dude, the chick was high as Fuck. <laughs> High as fuck. She was living her good life, dude. Right? I I don't even think her fucking eyes were open at any point in time in the whole process. <laughs> she forgot ice. Uh, well, I mean, the, you, you can forget it. And I'm like, you know. oh, Jackson's like, there's no ice in here. And I was like, listen, for fucking seven dollars a drink, we <laughs> don't need better. to waste space with ice. Exactly. Drink all the pop. Right. Oh my god! Drink it all, dude. She was so fucking high. That's awesome. I told Jackson I was like, "See what happens? See that? That's what's happen to you. Yep. That's don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. Drugs are bad. Dude. Okay. Like I don't even think she was enjoying it. Not a good high. She probably was. I mean, it didn't look enjoyable, it, but yeah. I mean, not fuck. a good high. 
Well, I mean, when you're at work, I mean, how good of a high can you have? I mean, you're high at work. It's better than just being at work. Yeah, that's you know? true. I guess there's that. That's a good point. So. That's yeah. a really good point. Mm, I know. Mm. <laughs> but we got the house to ourselves again tonight. And today, like, I didn't know what to do with myself. Jax was gone. I know. Mm-hmm. I played the game. You I was know, at I work. played Xbox a little bit by myself. Yeah. I watched Netflix by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's funny because my phone rang at like six o'clock on the dot. Did it really? And Craig walked in. He's like, hi, Mark. And I was like, it's actually not him. <laughs> wow. It was a crew from a call, but yeah. Yeah. I just think it's cute that he knows on the fucking dot, which right. is funny because his, his boyfriend does the same thing on the dot. Right. Did you leave yet? Did you did I call you to tell you I left yet? No, then I haven't left yet. I'm I'm trying to stay away from it cuz I know it's got to bother It's so you. funny. Justin does the same thing though with with Craig all the time. Did you leave yet? <laughs> I was like, I tell him to even, call Mark. They can talk to each other. Right, right. You didn't even have time to punch out yet. No, I don't. <laughs> Are you coming yet? I'm like, "Babe, Babe, I know. I want to pack up my stuff, and then it's okay. Give I me try two so minutes hard. to pack up my stuff, and you're like, okay, so, blah, and you go into this whole big long fucking dissertation. I'm like, dude, dude, can I put my shit in my backpack and walk out <laughs> to the garage? It's like trying to hang up the phone with Jacks. Right, right. I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go. All right, uh, my, one more question, mom. What more? Why is the sky blue? <laughs> right. Oh my god, my dude. Oh, babe. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And he's going to start school this week. He is starting school this week. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. No. All last year, I homeschooled mm-hmm. him. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, yeah. that You did was... a great job, though. Like, you really did. Thank you. I appreciate he's it. He's a smart cookie. It, it was hard as fuck keeping a nine-year-old's attention. Well, keeping a nine-year-old's attention who has the same exact personality and attention span as you right right that's the that problem. gets frustrated yeah. and oh my god the two of you at the fucking terrible i just i just i don't know i just i, I don't <sighs> know i just i'm done i'm done that yep. that is the fucking two of you and i it get is. it from both ends like yep. yeah it mm-hmm. is yep i don't know but just uh, oh my god all the math homework do you know who made fractions uh satan i would imagine henry the <laughs> eighth <laughs> you walked right into that I, one. I did. I did. You walked right into it. I really it. fucking did. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a good one. I'm so mad at myself right now. Fuck. Oh, yeah. you walked right into it. Mm-hmm. I was getting made fun of at work, by the way. Why? Because I asked... Um, my relief, uh, Oscar, who will love that I said his name. You Oscar. Asked. I asked Oscar yeah. if he could, because I work tomorrow. Yeah. I said, if I come in at three, can you come in at three? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I was like, I got to I gotta give Mark a shower. It's like, you know, it's a big to-do. Like, we have yeah. to do it early. And one of the dispatchers starts laughing. And I'm like, what is so funny? And she's like, you're just like, yeah, I got to bathe Mark. You know? And I'm like, I, I you do. do. I'm like, we have to plan it. Yeah, we have I to said, plan it accordingly. If it's like too far in the afternoon, then like I get he gets anxiety. And yeah. I said, so yeah, we, we have to plan accordingly. It's <laughs> fucked up. But like, 
it's a big deal to take it a is. shower to it go is. upstairs. Yeah. And uh, not as much as it used to be. I no. remember. I remember the first time you made oh, it up the stairs man. by yourself. Like we both cried for an hour. Yeah, we did. Now it's just like, come on, move. Stop trying to pick up the fucking tag on the stair and just move. <laughs> <sighs> I can't help it. I don't like shit on the carpet. I get it. But then you're like, it's one person. How do you make this mess? I'm sorry. Have you met the little man that runs around here? <laughs> Jumps on the bed. Jesus Christ. Has a fucking wrestling match by himself oh, on the bed. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. With the dog and the blankets and the right. clothes. And I don't know what the fuck he does in the shower. Right. I have no idea what he does in the shower. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, it's it's one person. How do you make it? It's not even my fucking mess. I know. Not even know. my mess. Mm-mm. I know, baby. No, you don't. I love you. Yeah, you better. I spent all last night, like, cleaning the carpets. Yeah, I know. Like, at midnight. Yeah. Oh, we were up till, like, two one thirty maybe? Yeah. Yeah, but at I was, midnight, I, was I remember. To, to JFK Conspiracy Podcast oh, and cleaning the carpets. You want to do that case so I do. bad. The carpets look fucking great, though. Let me tell you. <laughs> Jack said, like, you should have seen the dirt that came oh, out yeah. of it. Babe, it's so satisfying. It's like um, power washing. Because, right. like, you know, they have the, on the handle thing, there's, like, the holes. So you can see the water come up. Right. Yeah. So you have to, like, do it until there's no water. It's just Oh, it's that is satisfying. satisfying. It is. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. I did, like, three loads of laundry and washed carpets. Yeah, because I remember waking up at, like... I, I looked at the TV mm-hmm. and it was like twelve thirty. Yeah. yeah, and then I hear the vacuum mm-hmm. or whatever going yeah. on upstairs. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, oh my god, it's fucking midnight and she's cleaning. Oh, they they look fucking great though. Great job, yeah. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to go up tomorrow. So chance uh, cooperates. Oh. Did he so. pee and poo up there? He better not have since last night. Oh. What, what? He will be homeless. Oh, my God. Why does he do that? I don't know. I think it's, he, he gets anxiety. He gets mad at me when I leave, and that's why he I does think it. he does. He does. And the only reason he does it up there now is because he can't do it in here because we have the baby gates up. We got to put a baby gate on the stairs. He can't. There's no baby gate. He won't jump over. He won't jump over it. Babe. Babe, he's afraid of the gates in, to come into this room. You think he's afraid of them? Yeah. This our sign is making me want to have a seizure. Yeah, right I know. Now. Me too. I'm trying not gotta, to look at it. I gotta change it before I actually have a seizure. Yeah, it's making making my eyes twitch. There we go. Can we just leave it on blue? Yeah, Are you good with blue. Yeah, blue I'm good with blue or green. No, go with right. blue. 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 Yeah, blue. Okay. I'm blue. I'm blue. Oh my god! Don't blue, sing. Blue, don't blue, sing. Blue, don't blue, sing. Blue. Thank babe, you. you walked into it again. Oh my god, babe! Just, just stop. So what all? What else is going on? Anything? Mm. Any new Patreons? Yes. Oh, we do have new Patreons. We have to say Tawny, because yeah. she, she's one of them, and it's we Ta- Tanya. 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 Oh. Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, yeah. So. I'm gonna. I I might repeat a few because I'm trash and that's what I do. That's but all right. I know there were some issues with Patreon. Yeah. Um, I have been told a couple times that it's been fixed, and I've noticed for some people it's fixed, for some people it didn't get fixed right away. So if you're still having issues with Patreon, let me know. Um, okay. I know there was the issue with people's payments were getting declined for fraud, or now people couldn't access everything. So if you're still having issues, let me know. As far as I know, 
it's taken care of. Okay. But just in case it's not. All right. So, um, so a few that I know we didn't have the last time because okay. my list was bad. So we have uh, Michelle. Michelle, thank you. Nicole. Nicole, thank you. Mama Judy. I know we already said her, but I'm just going up the list. Mama Judy. Uh, who we get to meet next weekend. Yes, we do in New York. I, oh my God, babe. Hmm. Me and and my sister are just, we're going to go nuts. Okay. She's like, I was really hoping you guys were going to want to hang out like afterwards. I was like, I don't care what Mark does. We're going. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at the hotel yeah, just bye. relaxing. Me and her going out. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so bye. That's fine. Um, For people that don't know, we are doing AnchorCon in New York yes. next weekend. And our ride or die, who have been with us literally since the From first the episode. Beginning. Yeah. Judy and Lindsay. We get to meet them. They are coming. They are and coming I am to see us. So fucking in Clayton, excited. New York. So I if you are in the area, wish them. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Mama Judy, my second diamond art is hanging in my office. By the way. Yes. Love it. Uh, everybody at work is like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" I'm like, "So clearly, I did not do it." Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Leah. Leah. And then we have. Tanya. Tanya, thank you. Which I love that name. My gosh. Yeah, that is a cool name. Pam. Pam, thank you. Is it Pam or, or Pam? Pam. Pam. Do you think she gets tired of hearing that? Probably. Yeah, she probably. Does. She probably hates us already yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Which reminds me, uh, Brittany bitch. Uh, Kyle. Kyle, thank you. Jackie with a Q U I E. Ooh, that's okay, fancy. Brooke. Brooke, thank you. Salise. Salise. Lizzie. Lizzie, thank you. Jill. Jill. Uh, Lene. Lene, thank you. And thank you. you for sending me the uh, phonetic spelling of your name so I would not butcher it. Uh, <laughs> Jen. Jen, thank you. I believe Jen is from overseas. Oh. I think. All right. Uh, Meg. Meg, thank you. And Shannon. Shannon, thank you. You guys are the tits you guys rock Mm -hmm. thank you for supporting us we love you all and everyone else if you would like to become a patreon go to www.patreon.com forward slash death do us part number one dot com number one every time you say number one i think of um the movie the wonders the Tom Hanks oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Where they're the like Owen the Eaters. One, the Oneaters? The Oneaters. The Oneaters. But yeah, I, so people know you don't type type out the word one. Yeah. It's just the number one. Number one. But you get all the bonus episodes. You get the whole kit and caboodle. You do. You do. So sign up. Yeah. Sign up. Uh, and support us. I went, you know, I was at work today, obviously, and one of the girls... The, listens to us all the time yeah and she listens to us in the ambulance yeah so i was telling her partner our son you know mm-hmm. our surrogate son i was like you have to hear my voice in surround sound today how's you like that and then poor laura i scared the shit out of her because she was in the back cleaning you know your uh, work wife my work wife and her dad's a hoarder so Mm-hmm. We have to sneak shit out like we're part of a Mexican drug cartel when he's not there. <laughs> and she has her, her AirPods in. And I was talking to her, but she didn't realize I was physically in the room talking to her because she was listening to us. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So I'm just staring at her and she turns around and screams. And I was like, 
we literally just had a whole fucking conversation. And she's like, no, you're in my ear. <laughs> That's great. And then I came back like 10 minutes later and she's giggling to herself. And I was like, what are you fucking laughing at? And she's like, Mark's jokes. And I was like, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. But she, Thank you, she Laura. She agrees with me about fountain pop. It's called fountain no, drinks. No, no. If you want a bottle of pop, you ask me for a bottle of pop. If you want a pop from the machine, ask me for a pop. It's that fucking simple. Oh, babe. I, I hate fucking fountain drink. I hate it. It's a fountain drink. It, it, at least it, I'm not like Jax who says it's a soda. soda. Where the fuck did he get that from? I, neither one of us say it's soda. It's like when he was really into Peppa Pig and he said petrol for a year. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now let's both take a sip. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you um, fruit punch and lemonade. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. I sent one of my guys this morning to get me a, a Sprite legacy yeah it's so fucking good it is really good so i sent him to the the truck stop you know yeah and i was like if they don't have it just give me a pepsi he called he's like okay so it's in the same writing as legacy but i don't think it's the legacy and i'm afraid <laughs> to buy you what you don't want so should i just be on the safe side and get pepsi and i was like you can do whatever you want and he's like okay oh. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go ask <laughs> okay. he's the one i was talking to about um, Josh, our nephew, yeah. in the army and stuff, and the kid was like, "Well, how old is your son?" I said, "He's ten. Why?" And he's like, "Well, how is he ten and in the army?" And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking no, about?" No, that's our. He's like, "You just spent the last son. yeah." He's like, "You spent the last ten minutes saying your son in the army," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, he's my nephew." Yeah, but technically our son. Yeah, who I scared this morning. By the way, I did talk to him this morning. Did you? I sent him a message. I just said, "Hey, buddy." Oh. And I, apparently, he texted me back, but. We had a shooting when I got there. Oh. So he called me, and he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I will never call you buddy if something is wrong. Right. I was like, but I do need a favor. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. So. I uh, gotcha. He's going to come watch the dog. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. When we're in New, New York. York. Yep. Good deal. Yeah. All right. I was like, I'll make sure there's food in the house. Yep. We'll get food in the house. We'll get some frozen pizzas He's, he's like, stuff. can you get the frozen spaghetti? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is good. I'll get you whatever you want, my dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, today we have, I I guess You don't know this. I I don't know it at all. No, you don't. From what you say, it is fucked up. It really is fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Now, I heard about it a long time ago, listening to a podcast, Mm -hmm. and cannot for the life of me remember what podcast yeah or i couldn't find anyone any podcast that like who did it what yeah like it wouldn't none of it rang a bell that's so kind of like, weird the fuck did i hear this yeah maybe yeah. was it on tv no no i'm almost positive it was a podcast kinda i don't weird. know weird yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know so we, but i i googled for a picture and it it brought up a whole bunch of shit oh you so, did yeah okay so I'm 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 excited to hear what, um, what all transpired. Yeah, it's good. So I will have to kind of flip around a little bit, but um, okay, not much. No paper flipping. All right. Yeah, I know you got mm. your uh, my tablet. Your tablet, but it's got like a stand, dude. It's yeah. What you know is why? Going on, so man? this is the phone. You've stand. upgraded. I know this is the phone stand, which I actually have to bring to work with me. 
because I keep losing my phone, which is stupid because my phone is the size of my head. Yeah. But um, you and Jack's both. I know. Um, the tablet, though, if I put it up on here, I don't have to like look down. Did you just hit the mic? I did with my pen. Uh huh. <laughs> sure did. Nice. And you know, it's funny because this pen for my tablet, it came with the tablet. I can't use it on my phone. Really? Yeah, when I tap my phone with it. Here, I'll show you. It doesn't work? No, I'll show you. It gives me an error message. Oh, that's weird. I've never seen yeah, that before. Yeah, it tells before. me don't use this type of, of pen on this phone. I have never yeah. seen that Isn't before. Isn't that weird? That's fucking crazy. It says, use only S pens designed for your Galaxy Fold. Any other pens will damage the screen. They're both Samsung. The, that's weird, yeah, dude. Yeah, they're, they're both Samsung. So Yeah, that's know. weird. Yeah. <clears throat> so... All right. Time to start. You ready, Freddie? I am ready. You know what I wanted to say? What? Is it too soon for fall? No, it's not. I have a fall candle in my office. So oh, do you really? Yeah, I was just thinking that, looking at the flowers on the sink. I'm you like, should bring it home. Mm, fuck no, man. I had one burning in dispatch today, too. Yeah, um, it's definitely not too soon for it, fall. I feel like it never... Every year I go earlier and earlier. But I don't care. Like, it's the middle of August. We're good, right? Yeah, we're way good. Yeah. I think last year it was like the first of August. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Hit me with it. There was a time before 8.38 a.m. on January 31st when the people of Kaufman County in Texas would leave their doors unlocked or sleep with their windows open. In Kaufman County, which is the county seat, it consists of about 50 towns-ish, 50-ish small towns. Yeah. No one had been murdered in years. Whoa. All right. So that's the place to be. Then this happened. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So in 2013, two prosecutors and a prosecutor's wife were murdered in Kaufman County, Texas. Prosecutors? Prosecutors. Whoa. D fucking A's. Prosecutors. Holy shit. I told you. Two of them? Just two, out of the blue? Two of them and a, one of their wives. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. See, I told you. Now. Damn. It gained national attention due to the alleged involvement of the Aryan Brotherhood prison gang. Oh, my God. What is going on? While Kaufman County, like I said, it consists of about 50 different towns. While it's quiet, it has quite an extensive um, meth operation happening through it that um, really is run by the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas. No shit. Really? Yeah. now, these prosecutors had tried members of the Aryan Brotherhood, which is why they thought it was them. Okay. Uh, it would later be proven to be untrue. False. False. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right. So, it started on January 31st, 2013. Mark Hassey, who was a district attorney, was walking in the 100 block of East Grove Street going into work at the courthouse. He was a chief assistant DA for Kaufman County in the criminal district attorney's office. He had been an attorney for many years and had previously served as an assistant DA in Dallas County under district attorney Henry Wade. Now, he was also a licensed police officer commissioned with the DA's office. Oh, that's pretty good. Now, in Texas, most of the prosecutors and most of the attorneys are licensed 
either peace officers or police officers. That's crazy. I had no clue. Mm -hmm. Most of them aren't. I had no clue. Also, it's kind of, Texas is kind of weird. Like, they have their own thing. Um, To be a justice of the peace, you do not have to be an attorney or a judge. Really? You can be elected into the position. Okay, yeah, I did know that. There's apparently a guy in somewhere in Texas that has been uh, a justice of the peace for, like, 50 plus years. (laughs) Not an attorney. Dude's a fucking farmer. Everybody loves him. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's like, what was that guy's name uh, on the, the one commercial? Oh. Um, oh, God, what was his Dick name? Dick Huge or something? Something like that. Fuck. Dick Bigger? Dick Bigger. That's Dick what it was. Bigger. Yep. Junior. Yep. There was Dick a Bigger Junior. Yes. Uh-huh. I want to meet the senior. That's fucking great. So um, he actually came to Kaufman County in 2010. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, So he... Oh, I was looking at the wrong one. No. Oh, you no, fucked no. up already. No, I did not fuck up. I was going to say something, and I did not. So okay. shut your hole. Shush. All right. So Mark Cassie was walking from his car to the courthouse um, when he was approached on the street. Uh, witnesses say that he was approached. There seemed to be some sort of a conversation, not so much an altercation, mm-hmm. until this person pushed Mark, and Mark said, Please don't do this. Don't do this. And he ended up being shot repeatedly. Damn. So Mark was 57 years old at the time. Yeah. Um, This person shot him multiple times, point blank, once in the neck before uh, fleeing in a waiting car. This resulted in a large manhunt that consisted of the Kaufman Police Department, the Kaufman County Sheriff's Department, several Kaufman County Constable's offices, Mm -hmm. the Texas Department of Public Safety, the FBI, the ATF, the DEA, and U.S. Marshals. I can believe it. So there was just a butt-ton of people. Cops? Yeah. Butt-ton of cops. Butt-ton of cops. Butts to nuts. So a little bit about Kaufman County. It's about 45 minutes uh, from Dallas. Uh, excuse me, 45 miles from Dallas, um, with a population of about 100,000 in approximately 50 cities and towns that make it up. It is the county seat. Now, I will say that I remember looking this up for another case. Totally forgot what it fucking means. Sure. I feel bad. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, Kaufman Town is the county seat of Kaufman County. Okay. Now, the town itself has a population of about 7,000. Friendly Small neighbors, town. everybody yeah. knows each other, police are respected. Right. The prosecutors are like a big to do there. They work very closely it. with the police. Yeah, um I and they're very it. for justice. Like they're not they're no nonsense, don't fuck around, like not corrupt. Like they're just they're they're good old boys. Yeah. Essentially. Well, that's a good word for it. So now Mark Cassie was a special prosecutor known for being a no nonsense person and tough on crime. Um, when this person walked up to him, there were two witnesses, uh, by the names of Linda Bush and Kelly Blaine. They saw the man run up, shove Mark, Mark shoved back. The gun was put to his neck and he, he fired. Damn. This guy jumped into a waiting car, which was described as a gray or light brown four door sedan with a driver. Somebody else was driving. Mm -hmm. Now, Linda was a former police officer. She immediately noticed that this getaway car did not have plates. 
So she jumped in her car and tried to catch them. Oh, is she carrying? Oh, everybody fucking carries out there. She better be. Well, they come to find out Mark Cassie was also carrying and couldn't get to it in time. Okay. Um, it's Texas. Everybody's yeah, it's Texas. Up, which boggles my mind that crime happens in open carry states like that. Right. You don't know who's got a fucking You don't, crime. exactly. You just better hope that yours is bigger than theirs. It, right. You know? And you can draw faster. Right. So, hang on. I need a drink. You're already parched. I am. It's my medicine. So, <clears throat> when Linda realized she wasn't going to be able to, t- to catch the car, she went back to the scene. Bystanders were doing CPR on Mark where she helped participate. But unfortunately, he died in the ambulance on the way to Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital. Mm. Uh, police immediately thought that the weapon used was a 38 caliber or a 357 revolver, as there were no shell casings at the scene. Well, common now, sense. Yeah. Mark had come to Kaufman County in 2010 to work with Mike McClelland, who was the chief felony prosecutor. After he graduated law school, he immediately went to Dallas County to work under Henry Wade, who had famously prosecuted Jack Ruby. Oh. He was also a prosecutor on Roe versus Wade. Was he really? Yes. Now. Wow. uh, Hassey had his own practice, and he ended up closing it to go to Kaufman when he wanted to be on the prosecution side. Yeah. He specialized in organized crime Mm -hmm. and took on the toughest cases. This was a devastating loss to the county. Um, after just I bet. yeah, after just a couple hours of the shooting, Michael McClellan gave an emotional press conference saying, quote, "We lost a really, really good man. Yeah. He was an excellent friend and a spectacular prosecutor. I hope that the people that did this are watching because we're very confident that we're going to find you. Oh, yeah, you're going down. We're going to pull you out of whatever hole you're in, and we're going to bring you back and let the people of Kaufman County prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law. Boom. Yeah. Now, Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Bitches. Biatch. Now... Michael McClellan, obviously a prosecutor also, his friends were concerned watching this press conference because, you know, shit like this doesn't happen in in Kaufman County, really. Like, their biggest problem is drugs. Right. They were trying to figure out why in the world he would go on TV and provoke the type of person that would kill a prosecutor in broad daylight in front of the courthouse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, That's true. I probably would not have been happy if I was his wife. Yeah. I would have been like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Because, yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. But no, that's, I, I that's didn't think about, I didn't think about it either because I was like, yeah. Yeah, Mike you're McCullin. going down. Yeah. And then when I read that, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. You got a point. That's a really good fucking point. <laughs> yeah, Shit. You, yeah, you're right. So now immediately rumors started that the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas was responsible. Um, this uh, manhunt was massive because Kaufman was just not prepared for something of this magnitude. Um, the meth problem was mainly controlled by the prison gangs, the Aryan Brotherhood, or Aryan Circle, which is what they were called. Okay. Now, the ABT, the Aryan Brotherhood of Texas, had recently been in the news for federal indictments of drug trafficking and murder, um, and these indictments had just come, come out a few days prior. Oh. Hassey was one of the prosecuting attorneys. 
So that's why they instantly thought to him. Yeah. Now, two months prior to his shooting, a member of the Aryan prison gang killed the head of the Colorado corrections system. He literally went up to this guy's fucking house, knocked on his door. When he opened the door, he shot and killed him. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Moments later, he was pulled over by the police Mm -hmm. and shot and killed that police officer. Oh, my God. This guy ended up being killed later on in a shootout with Uh, the police. Yeah, yeah. Now, another prosecutor that had helped try the case said that he really didn't think that the Aryan Brotherhood was involved because that group was all about making money. Mm-hmm. And killing a prosecutor or a cop is, quote, just bad for business. Yeah, it is. Now, prior to Hassey's murder, only 11 district attorneys had been murdered in the United States in the past half century. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, you wow. just don't do it. It's like shooting a cop. It, it you know? is, yeah. So the next... Just doesn't happen. <clears throat> right. Now, the next theory was possibly Mexican drug cartel. Again, the whole, it's a straight line, you know, straight line. So it's right there. Now, Mike McClelland, who was Hassie's partner and Kaufman County Sheriff David Burns didn't think it was either one of them. These two thought that it was another elected official that was out for violent revenge. Damn. That's that's a pretty hefty accusation. Pretty hefty. Yeah. Yeah. So. McClellan would go on to say that he knew in his bones who did it. He just couldn't prove it. Ooh. And this was Im- almost immediately after the murder happened. Yeah. McClellan was like, I-, I fucking know it. I know who did it. Really? Hmm. So days turned into weeks with no arrest. Um, these guys literally went through every single file of every case he had ever tried. The list that they made of the bad guys that he put away was long and intimidating and still, the ABT was at the top of the list. Were they really? So, which is, that's insane. And they're a prison gang. Yeah. You know, like, how, uh, how much outside, not outside forces, I don't want to say that, but like, how much outside influence do they have? Right. You know, I mean, obviously they got to have uh, Oh, they, they have a lot. Ton. Yeah. Everything comes from prison. <clears throat> so now, after I, Hassie's murder... Um, elected officials in the county were placed under protection by law enforcement, not only at work, but also at home. So security at the Kaufman County Courthouse was obviously also increased. Oh, yeah. Hello. I mean, I, these, they were watching these guys at, at home, too. Yeah. So, I mean, they really were just on them. And, and High alert. McClellan and Burns were very, very convinced that somebody and they weren't saying who they were just saying they thought it was an elected official interesting so now in comes eric lyle williams which i thought was funny his name is eric and eric lyle and we just did the menendez brothers and their names are eric and lyle oh that's weird i didn't even think of that oh that's creepy dude Mm -hmm. yeah so eric lyle (sighs) williams grew up in azel texas He was an avid Boy Scout and played in the band and joined the math team in high school. You can't join the mathletes. It's social suicide. (laughs) Best movie ever. Sometimes my Nana takes off her rig when she's drunk. 
Me and your Nana have that in common. Uh, he was introduced to guns and hunting like every other Texas boy. Oh, yeah. But didn't hunt like normal kids. Um, he hunted the stray cats that roamed around his house. Now, that's a little weird. Mm, yeah. That's in- kind of a red flag, I would say. Oh, uh, you would think, yeah. Including his sister's cat, who he, yeah. like, tortured because it fucking horrified her, you know? Yeah. He carried a briefcase. Uh, weird. Um, and was described as, quote, aloof. Fuck does that mean? Uh, like aloof. Like hoity aloof hoity. Of, like he, oh, he thinks he's better than everybody. Oh, I thought like aloof of bread. No, oh my god, you're dipshit, <laughs> dummy. Hoity toity. So he played Dungeons and Dragons, which who cares? Whatever. Um, yeah, to each his own. I feel like you got to be smart to play that shit too. You do. Like you have to you come really up with do. like a town and strategy and people. Yes. And, you you absolutely have to. I don't have that kind of time. I don't um, either. Now, friends would say that because of this, he was good at strategic thinking and planning. Hmm. They would also say that he would almost become a master of strategy, but he used it to fuel his need to feel above everybody. Interesting. He ignored laws, but needed to be a rule maker. So, like, do as I say, not as I fucking do. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. In 1985, he was enrolled at Fort Worth's Texas Christian University, which is where his father attended. His uh, future wife, Kim, who was known as Barbie to her friends. Barbie, hey. She was not a Barbie. No? No. Not a looker? No. <laughs> uh-huh. um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she also grew up in the Dallas area. And attended SMU and UT Arlington, and I forgot to look up what schools those are. Oh, good job. Yeah. Well, UT is University of Texas. Southern Methodist, I think, University. I you would know. They have a football team, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, you would know. I um, believe that's Southern Methodist. And UT Arlington is University of Texas. Yeah. Duh. So they met in the late 1990s and got married in 1998. Eric attended Texas Westland School of Law, which is now Texas A&M School of Law. They were bought out. Yeah. uh, Where he graduated in 1999. From there, he went into private practice, which for all intents and purposes, he was a relatively respected attorney in private practice. Was he? Um, Excuse me. Nobody seemed to dislike him, per se. So he just, he kind of did have that, like, holier-than-thou attitude. Okay. You know? Yeah. So because he was so good, it kind of made him real cocky. That's what a lot of people would say. Yeah, um, I hate cocky guys. Yeah. And cocky chicks. Yeah. Well, I mean. Bothers me. If you're going to be cocky, back it up. You're 100% that's, right. That's the thing. Back he, your shit up. Yeah. And if you can't back it up, then don't. Then don't be cocky. I don't want to fucking hear it. You know? So... Excuse me. Oh, my God. You're not excused. (coughs) Jesus. I can't help it. So. You're gagging. I am. My medicine gives me. I'll give you something to get on. Oh, my God. When your mom was like, I'm going to listen. Oh, no. no. Do not listen. The best part was. Even my stepdad was like. Everybody in the family was like, don't do it. Do not turn them on. Oh, I'm going to listen to you guys. She's going to pick the one fucking episode where we (laughs) talk about her and the Virgin Mary. I know. Yeah. But it was funny. She, I'm going to start listening to you guys and everyone at the same time. No, mom. Please no. Don't. Do not. 
I would like you to still love me after this right. is over. So please, please right. don't. Do not. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, <clears throat> Eric Williams. Yeah. He was described as some as courteous and friendly. But obviously the cocky side took over. Now, he was also a Kaufman County Sheriff's Reserve Officer. So he was also a police officer. That's awesome. Um, and a licensed peace officer since the 80s. What's the difference? Uh, there is no difference. Oh. Uh, I, I mean, in Illinois, oh, you're well, actually, when you graduate, you're a peace officer. That's what I thought. Yeah. I guess it's different in I Texas. I don't know. It, it might be. But it, it's it means the same thing here in Illinois. Hmm, okay, so he he, I guess the best way to describe him, which I'm glad my brother doesn't listen to this. He's real quiet until you start talking about like guns and. Oh shit. boy! <laughs> oh boy! His neighbor said when you started talking about that shit, like he just came alive. Yep. So. Um, oh boy. Yeah. So him and his wife. Um, just a, a relatively quiet couple, didn't have any kids. Um, he was known for <laughs> riding his Segway around. That's pretty fucking cool. If, I mean, if I had one, I'd be riding it everywhere. Would you dress in full combat fatigues? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but <laughs> I mean, you could. never know. I mean, depending on the day, I mean, maybe you have to. I mean, you, you could. Do, do a fucking commando roll he right would, off the Segway. He would um, go to the courthouse dressed in fatigues on his Segway. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. What are you doing? While his wife followed him, him on her adult-sized tricycle. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Oh, they're describing us as we I'm get like, older. why aren't we doing this? <laughs> yeah, I know. Can I get a basket? This, this is going to be us as we get older. And then we can put pegs on the back of it so Jax can just fucking hop on. <laughs> I'm already getting a three-wheel three-wheel bicycle, so. Yeah, you can't, you can't ride a bike. I can't ride a bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is going to be us. So, um, Kim ended up... Uh, as time went on, she she got sickly. Um, she ended up being diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And oh, um, is that really a sickness? Yeah, babe. That'll, Come on, rheumatoid arthritis. Not no. You're thinking regular arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is like the crippling. Like your joints are attacking itself. Oh, yeah. Okay. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disorder, and your joints okay. attack each other. All right, I'll give it um, to you. Yeah, it's not regular. We have arthritis. We have arthritis. We're That's, old. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> R.A. Jeez, is a, my knees? No, R.A. Uh, come is, on now. You see mom's hands, right? How yeah. Like this? That's R.A. Oh, That's why okay. she had her finger joint replaced. I got gotcha. um, She also had something else, um, Sorgen's syndrome, I believe. It's an autoimmune disorder that hinders tear and saliva production, which I thought was... That's, that's weird, suck. but you know I've heard of that yeah. before. Now, along with any type of autoimmune disorder comes chronic fatigue. Which yes, is of a course. bitch in and of itself. Yeah. So she worked as a technician at a local hospital before she eventually just had to, to quit. She couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's funny because an article describes him as somewhat sickly because he was diabetic and wore an insulin pump. Oh, my. You? Hello? Fuck you. I have diabetes, too. I wear a pump. Sick. I get insulin. Well, uh, I get Ozempic. But. Chronic fatigue, I'll fucking give you. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, that's a bitch. Yeah. Now, he wasn't the most experienced lawyer, but he 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 could do very well with very complicated cases. Very weird. He would find loopholes anywhere he could. Yeah, and he was he was really known for that. that. Yeah, yeah, I know attorneys Um, like that. Which is what they say they they say really is what made him cocky. Now, okay, I get it. Um. On November 2nd of 2010, he was elected Justice of the Peace for Precinct 1 in Kaufman County, taking office the following year. Okay. Uh, some people saw him as a hardworking Justice of the Peace who had a disdain for bureaucracy and a passion for justice. Ooh. Others saw him as a loose cannon who did not want to follow any type of rules, procedures, or protocols. Fuck rules. Yeah. He had this... Like, I don't owe the world shit. They owe me everything. Ugh. Yeah. He seems yeah. like a, a great... Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, lovely. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. So this all kind of came to change um, in May of 2011. He was captured on surveillance cameras wandering through the halls of the county building peeping out windows and peering into various offices and then going through them. That's weird. Within minutes, he was seen carrying three Dell computer monitors out of the county IT department and into his truck. Ah, you thief. Yeah. So... I hate thieves. Some people are like, okay, well, maybe he was just trying to, like... Work at home? Right, yeah. Uh, The director of the IT department was like, you stole my shit. Yeah. Give it back. You stole my shit. Now so give it back. He ended up stealing. It was six hundred dollars worth of roughly between five and six hundred dollars worth of equipment. Um, they would find one in you his keep office. Hitting the mic I know, with I'm your sorry. pen. I'm, I'm going to hit you with my pen. My God. Um, they found one in his office. Yeah. And found one under some blankets in his truck. The dog. He's dreaming. He's dreaming. He's not. Don't wake him up. <laughs> He's, he's dreaming. Um, and the third one was never found. Okay. Now, he would say during questioning that he didn't remember taking a third. Huh. Hi, liar. They saw you walk yeah. out with three. Yeah. I, I think you can remember that shit, too. There's video. Yeah. So if you can't remember, let me jog your Look, memory. Right. Here is you. Here you go. Here's the third computer. Right. Stick figure. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... He would say that he took them to start a jailhouse monitoring system. He wanted what? to do, yeah, he wanted to, he was very high tech and didn't think the county was up and up on the tech shit. Okay. And he wanted to create a sort of monitoring system so they could do, um, sure, uh, almost like not depositions, but like bench trials and shit like that without having to drive from every end of the uh, county to the courthouse. Okay. okay. Good in theory. Yeah. Not so much, you know. Yeah. So. Not a good execution, yeah. though. The IT guys saw the tapes and went to the sheriffs because they think this guy's a dick face. Yeah. Because he's constantly fighting with purchasing an IT. He would go out and buy like $1,500 worth of fucking office supplies. Yeah. And then turn in a receipt and be like, <laughs> reimburse me. That's you. And purchasing was like. Hi, you fill out this form and we'll buy it for you. Right. <laughs> you and, just don't go out and right. buy whatever. I mean, 
I like pink paper clips. I would go buy a pink, which by the uh, way, yes. I found a pink office chair. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get um, office chair. Yes. A pink one. Yes. They, they better buy that shit for you. We ain't buying. I'll one. buy my own chair. Oh my God. It's $27. Okay. How not, good could it be? Babe, they have a Serta. They have a pink fucking leather Serta chair. So don't complain. I want to get a $27 motherfucking chair. Oh my God. Just saying. Well, okay. I'm pretty sure the chair I'm sitting in is Tommy's, and it freaks me out. <laughs> so, um, so he would do that. He would buy all these office supplies and then turn in the receipt. And they're like, "No, no, dude, that's not that's not how this works." And he would say that he would have to, um, you know, he would have to supply his own stuff, and he would have to build his own computer shit because nobody wanted to help him. Yeah. Well, York, the IT guy, was like, "But, dude, hi, right here. Hello. I can do it for that's you. That's my job." So the, the county had a full IT department. Yeah. He didn't have to do it. He just wanted to be a butthole. So York was like, well, fuck you. I'm going to turn you in. Ooh. So a friend now of, what? A friend of uh, Eric's, his name was Ernie. Ernie. Um, he showed up at Williams's, at Eric's office with a warrant. And Eric thought he was fucking with him. Really? And he's like, no, no, dude. They're, it's real. They're, they're real. Ooh. And the investigators like, Judge, you don't understand. These warrants are for for you. Ooh. And they thought he was he was kidding. And he said, "quote I wouldn't joke about this. These are actual warrants issued by Judge Chitty. Chitty. Uh, Chitty. Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Bang Bang. For me to search your office, your vehicle, and also for your arrest for burglary of a building. Oh wow. Williams then Damn. said, like. No, this is why I did it. This is why I took it. And poor Ernie was like, I still got to take you. I still got to take you, dude. Damn. The best part was is that when Ernie went there with the the warrant, one of the computers was sitting on his fucking desk. Oh, dude. (laughs) How fucking stupid. Yeah. So now we're six months into his role as Justice of the Peace. Yeah. And he decides he wants to fight this. It's on video. Yeah. He claims he was innocent. Sir, it's on video. The prosecutors are calling bullshit. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no. All right. Dude, come on. Like, we'll make this easy. We'll we'll cut you a deal. We could charge you with a felony. We're going to cut you a deal for a misdemeanor. And we're we're all going to go about our fucking business. Fucking take it. If he would have taken the deal and pled guilty to a misdemeanor, he would have been able to probably keep his title as justice of the peace and he would have been fine it probably wouldn't have even have gotten out it would have been front page for a day and then right. it would have been it would have swept been under the rug yeah uh yeah he wasn't having it he oh wanted God. he wanted to fight it tooth and nail oh stupid sir yeah stupid so, now the attorneys that were going to be prosecuting him were mark cassie and Mike McClelland. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike McClelland, just fun fact, didn't become an attorney until he was 40. Really? Yeah. I just thought you would like to. What was that. he before? He was in the Army. Wow. He was an Army major. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He was then a clinical psychologist who counseled troubled juveniles. Wow. And he ended up going to law school yeah. because of the misrepresentation he thought he was seeing in the mental health courts. 
Good for him. Mm-hmm. Good so for him. So he, he wanted to really be a part of the solution. Good for you know, him. Which is Yeah, which that's is awesome. It's, you don't see that very often. No, not at all. So he felt that every victim deserves to have their case prosecuted and tried without corruption, which is... You don't see that very often. No, you don't. So now him and Hassie are working together, and their biggest thing with this guy is you, you're you like shitting on the people that you're representing. Yeah. These people voted you in, you know, because you have to be elected to be justice of the peace, mm-hmm. and, and you went behind their back, and you betrayed them, essentially. You're yeah. stealing from them. This right. is county equipment that they're paying for, and you're stealing it. Yeah. Now... So Hassie too had kind of his own issues. He he was in a plane crash. Whoa! And mm-hmm. survived. Mm-hmm. Survived the plane Damn. crash. Do you want to know why he survived the plane crash? When his plane went down, there yeah. was a neurosurgeon driving by. Get the fuck out yep, of here! And stabilized him until he could be flown out. Dude, um, the odds of that. Yeah. Oh my god. So he his short term memory was shit, mm. and he. Said, they said he had to relearn how to remember. That's kind of what I had yeah. to do. And he he saw himself as a guardian who fought for victims who couldn't stand up for themselves. Good so for these him. guys are really just for the people. Yeah. So to them, it was a slap in the face that this guy was doing this. Yeah. So they offered him the deal, plead guilty to a Class A misdemeanor, and resign as JP. Justice of the Peace. Right. Peacefully resign. Walk away. We all win. Yeah. Okay. So another attorney uh, who once employed Williams said, quote, the deal with Eric Williams got out of hand. He had an opportunity to resolve the situation, but he was the one who chose to go to trial. The DA's office was bending over backwards. He could have walked out with a deferred misdemeanor. What an idiot. But he didn't. What a fucking idiot. He was just as stubborn as McClellan and Hassey and stuck to his guns that he had not committed any crime and insisted on a jury trial where he thought his peers would be able to to side with him. Again, he is on video. Mm -hmm. Now, they flat out told him, if you don't take the deal, we're going to come at you as hard as we fucking know how. Right. And look at what we prosecute every fucking day. Like, I wish you luck. Um, <clears throat> they were sending letters to the Texas State Guard, the Judge Advocate General's office, informing them that, listen, somebody talk some sense into this fucking guy and yeah. tell him to take the fucking deal. Right. Now, he wanted to represent himself. Um, another fucking... This guy is something else. Yeah. So, because he thinks he's fucking smarter than everybody. Right. He thinks he's smarter than these two guys combined, which... I mean, come on. You're not. Now, generally, the DA won't intervene into prosecutors' cases, but he really took an interest to this one. Again, he just didn't He didn't want him to get away with it. Yeah. Especially with his cocky attitude and every, everything like that. Yeah, of course. So he ended up getting an attorney, and um, the attorney would say that the indictment was not a result of a crime having been committed, as much as it was an attempt to settle a political grudge. Because Williams at one point had come after McClellan's reputation. Wow. So Eric Williams was dead set that they were coming after him yeah. for 
political revenge, yeah. essentially, yeah. and not for what he he did. Um, <clears throat> obviously, that was not the fucking case. So they ended up. He went to trial in March of 2012, and what he, a goof. yeah. So they bring up the the office supplies. Yeah. Maybe he wanted pink paper clips. <laughs> I mean, Maybe. I'm just saying. Uh, so now, this guy's attorney, William's attorney, tried to come out and say, well, you don't know that he took them because you can't find any of the computers. Okay. Kay. So McClellan and Hassey were like, again, video, stick figure, computer, computer. Oh, boy. And then yeah. Ernie was like, it, it was on his desk when I went in to serve him. <laughs> it, was, it was right there. Yeah. It's probably still there if you yeah. go in there. Yeah. So he ended up, he got fucked. He, it, I mean, well, he did it to himself. Yeah, of um, course he did. Yeah. Um, so McClellan gave his closing argument saying, quote, you have to be able to show everybody else out there that the people of Kaufman County will not tolerate this from their regular citizens or their leadership, elected or not elected. He took an oath to do just that. He spat on the oath. Spat. Such a spat. He took an oath to protect as an officer. He spat on that oath. Spat. I take umbrage with both of those. Mm. It took the jury less than four hours to find Eric Williams guilty. I'm surprised it took that long. Now, during this trial, they ended up calling um, a um, a different Kaufman County defense attorney to give character character testimony. Yeah. Um, it, you know, Eric Williams, he said he was a member of Mensa and he, you know, he couldn't possibly be found guilty when he's representing himself. So this attorney, Dennis Jones, stated that while working a 2010 court case with Williams, he heard him say about the prosecuting attorney, quote, I'm going to kill him, his wife, his kids. I'm going to burn his house down. I'm going to stab him. Holy fuck. My dude. Yeah. Dude. So this was really, obviously, they wanted to show a pattern that he had a track record of violent tendencies when he got angry. He had been known to previously threaten to kill other attorneys. So really, it's kind of losing its thunder. Here. Yeah. 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 Um, he uh, threatened to kill his wife, Kim, by firing a gun at or near her that she Jesus. felt was intentional. Uh, a former girlfriend stated that he threatened her with a gun uh, in an effort to keep her from walking away from him. Another couple said he threatened them in a church parking lot while he was trying to catch his dog. Huh. Good Sunday morning. And he threatened to hit his sickly father-in-law during a dispute over a phone bill. My dude, mm. you are something else. Holy fuck. This guy's fucking off his rocker. You think? So, if he would have taken the deal, he would have kept his title and would not have faced disbarment. He was instead, in four hours, found guilty of burglary of a building and theft over $500, but under $1,500 by a public servant. He was sentenced to two years in state jail and 80 hours of community service. They ended up suspending his jail time and put him on two years of community supervision. Wow. 
And he had to pay $5,000 in fines and $500 in court costs. Damn. Now, he attempted to appeal this, um, but it was affirmed by the Dallas Court of Appeals. Now, the reason it was upheld was because some of the wrongs that he attempted to include in the appeal that happened during the trial, he did not object to during the trial. Therefore, he did not preserve the error for appeal and forfeited his right to bring it all up in appeal. I didn't know that that's how that worked. That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll break it down. You ready? Yeah. In order to argue something in appeal... Right. You have to argue against it during the trial. Ah, okay, yeah. Makes sense now? Yeah, definitely. So, after his conviction was finalized by the Dallas Court of Appeals, he was disbarred. Yikes. And had his law license completely revoked and was stripped of the title of Justice of the Peace. Sucks to be you, man. Everything that he had worked for, gone. He gone. Mm -mm. He gone. So now, after the conviction, Michael McClelland and his wife, Cynthia, who was a psychiatric nurse, told friends that they were concerned about his safety. Yeah, you think? Um, They felt Williams had become unhinged and was capable of doing crazy shit over revenge. They were very firm in their belief that Williams had been the one to kill Hassie. Mm -hmm. Um, Since the conviction... Williams had publicly blamed Hassie and McClellan for ruining his life over, quote, political assassination. Dude, you did it to yourself. Mm-hmm. When Fucking dummy. Sheriff Burns went to question Williams about Hassie's murder, he was wearing a sling on his arm claiming he had just had shoulder surgery. The sheriff didn't believe him, but his wife provided his alibi, and they did do a gunshot residue test, which was negative. So the sheriff was like, fuck. They had no choice but to leave it be. Yeah. There really wasn't anything they could do at that point, you know? Right. Which, that's got to be the most fucking frustrating. It is. Just Oh, my God. Cases that we had that were like that, that you knew who did it, Mm. but you just, you didn't have enough to prove. Yeah. Babe, they were so frustrating. I can't even. I mean, I watched you get frustrated over it. so So frustrating. So now... Suspicion continued to grow regarding Williams over the next couple weeks. Um, And like I said, elected officials were being very closely watched and guarded. And one of the things that they did in this manhunt was they ended up placing cameras around the town and the county. It's a good idea. To see if they could catch any suspicious activity. It's a good idea. Uh, Reporters were all over Williams questioning him about the murder and... He was all too happy to roll out on his segue <laughs> to answer questions. In fatigues? Uh, including giving an interview while swinging back and forth on his segue. <laughs> this guy is a nut. Yeah. While saying, quote, My heart goes out to all the families that have been affected by this tragedy, especially to the people that work at the courthouse. I worked there for several years while I was going to law school, so I know it's a tight-knit family, and this is devastating to them. Now, one person watching commented that he was smirking this whole time. The whole time during the interview. And that he, quote, just looked smug. And he just looked like a psychopath. he's on a Segway. He's on a Segway, right. Um, And that he just looked like a psychopath. So now, more people than just Mike McClellan are starting to think that he's guilty. But there's just not enough evidence to prove it. Mm -hmm. 
So now we come up to March 30th of 2013. It's 6.40 a.m. Cynthia McClellan hears a knock at her door. And when she comes downstairs from her bedroom, because they were sleeping. Yeah. She looks out her window and she sees, um, excuse me, she sees an officer in uniform wearing a SWAT helmet. She thinks nothing of it because at this point, like I said, all elected officials have been under extra security and some of them are having routine check-ins at home. Yeah. This was why she answered the door. She thought it was a check-in. Yeah. Immediately after opening the door, Cynthia was shot uh, approximately oh. eight times with high-velocity ammunition from an AR-15. Jesus. Multiple times to the chest. When Cynthia fell to the floor, the shooter fired one more shot into the top of her head, which came out her chin. Her husband, Mike McClellan, came running down the stairs at the sound of the gunfire and saw the gunman and was attempting to run out of the back of the house when he was shot approximately 10 times. Oh, my God. This included several shots to his neck, his chest, and his abdomen. Fuck. Now, this was Easter weekend. The two would lay there until the afternoon. They, their kids were grown. Yeah. Um, one of their kids was trying to call and couldn't get a hold of them. So they called um, their parents' best friends, Skeet and Leah. Skeet? Skeet and Leah. Skeet and Leah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now Leah tried to call and couldn't get a hold of, of Cynthia, which she thought was weird. Cynthia always answers the phone. They were going to have dinner that night. They, You know, Leah was supposed to bring over food. What about the skeetster? Uh, I don't know about the skeetster. <laughs> now, they just had a bad feeling. So they called their son, uh, C.J. Tomlinson, who happened to be a Dallas police officer. So they asked him to go over there with them. When they all arrived on scene, C.J. went up to the door and found that it was unlocked, which was an immediate red flag to him because... Oh, yeah. They have all this extra security. Yeah. Why would their door be unlocked? Right. So he knew something was wrong. Yep. Uh, a few steps into the home, CJ was able to see Cynthia's body covered uh, in blood. Oh, Jesus. Skeet went down the hall and found Mike's body in the next room. Um, CJ immediate, immediately was like, everybody just don't touch anything. Yep. Just back out. Back out. This yep. is obviously a crime scene. The sheriff, along with everybody else, responded, and Sheriff Burns was especially devastated because this is what they were really afraid of. Yeah. They were really trying to prevent this, and with them thinking that Eric Williams was responsible for Hassie's death, they just thought, obviously, the next choice is he's coming for McClellan. Mm, Yep. So, a day after the shooting, an anonymous email came into Crime Stoppers. The email said, quote, do we have your full attention now? Your act of good, th- good faith will result in no other attacks this week. We are not unreasonable, but we will not be stopped. The email went on to call for the resignation of certain Kaufman County judges uh, in order to stop further attacks, basically saying either these guys resign or we're going to keep going. Yeah. Um, in this email were details that only the killer would know. Um, most notably was the type of ammunition that was needed. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> police start pulling um, footage from these cameras around the town to see if oh, there's anything yeah. suspicious. Yeah. Now, they were checking the McClellan's neighborhood when police came across footage of a white crown Victoria in the area um, at the time of the murders. 
the car could not be tied to anybody living in the neighborhood. It was a very um, rural, rural neighborhood. Yeah. Um, white collar, like it just it kind of stuck. It out. stuck out. Yeah. Now for Sheriff Burns, this really sealed the deal that the McClellan's murders and Hassie's murder were linked, and that Eric Williams was responsible. Yeah. He wanted to bring him in for more questioning, but at this point, Williams had hired an attorney and was not coming in voluntarily. Mm-hmm. Um, however, shortly after this, the police received notice from his from Williams's attorneys that they were no longer representing him. Ooh, I wonder what happened. Nobody knows. I wonder what happened. So the police went over there to question him, and Williams is like, yeah, come on in. Oh, Take a look around. Dummy. Look at my guns. This fucking dummy. I put narcissistic much? Yep, you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a sip, baby. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. On April 11th, after this dipshit let them in his house, uh, they were able to get a search warrant. Now, mm-hmm. he voluntarily, voluntarily allowed them to search, so right. it was easier to get the search warrant, obviously. Oh, yeah. Now, with that warrant... They were able to find a car title for a white Crown Victoria. Oh. They also found multiple guns, which is, uh, none of them had what they called uppers, which is, it was like AKs without receivers. Okay. Does that make sense? No. Okay, me either. I'm not that Um, gun smart. Okay. Uh, Multiple sights, an infrared camera, and the ID numbers for the Crime Stoppers emails. Oh my God, this dummy! Apparently, when you email Crime Stoppers, they send you back a confirmation number to prove <laughs> yeah. that while you're remaining anonymous. Yeah, you... here's your confirmation number. We got it. Oh, this guy thought he used some kind of weird fucking program to make it anonymous. Uh, he did not, sir. You're an idiot. It says you suck. <laughs> So now on April 13th, a friend of his, of Williams's, comes forward and says, listen, I rented this guy's storage unit, like, oh, not too long ago. Yeah. So let's go back in the timeline a little bit. Oh, let's go back. On December 28th of 2012, Eric Williams asked a friend from the Texas State Guard to rent him a storage unit at Gibson Self Storage in Siogaville. I know I just butchered that. Um, He told his friend that he was getting this storage unit for his in-laws. Yeah. But didn't want his name on it for fear that the PD would end up searching it because of the legal shit he was going through. Mm. He ended up paying for a full year up front in cash. Yeah. I mean, that's a fucking... That's a red flag. So, on January 4th of 2013... Williams then asks a friend how one goes about getting rid of an upper, which is the receiver part of the AR-15 that is used specifically for ballistic testing. Oh, okay. I'm learning more. On January 6th, Williams spent time on a database called LexisNexis. Yes. Okay, so you know what that is? I used it all the time. Okay. So he used it um, searching for information on Hassey and McClellan yep. and was able to find their addresses and vehicles that were associated with Oh, LexisNexis is scary. Is it? It brings up everything. Oh, fuck that. Oh, fuck. It brings up everything. I'm... But it's recorded. Oh. You have your own like username and password, and it's recorded when you go on there. Hmm. And it's 
it's documented. Okay. Like if you if you do personal shit on there, mm-hmm. oh you it's so that's it's how they could news. find what he was looking for. Yes, it's bad news. So on January twenty third, he was searching for license plates belonging to Hassie's neighbor. Yeah. And on the twenty seventh, he was searching uh, using the license plate numbers of a gray Mercury Sable that he had just purchased. See what an idiot! Like he should know that how documented. Time stamped. Right. I mean, it's documented yeah. everything that you do on Lexus Nexus. So now this gray Mercury Sable. It would come out that that's what he used to do surveillance on Hassie and McClelland. Mm. And with Hassie's murder, witnesses say he got into a gray four-door sedan. Wow. Gray Mercury Sable. On January 30th, the night before Mark Hassie was shot, storage company logs show that the storage unit was accessed and then it was accessed again early the next morning. Wow. On February 23rd, a man named Richard Green bought a white 2004 Crown Vic. Now, the seller would later identify that man as Eric Williams. Oh, uh, there you go. On February 25th, a gray Mercury Sable was towed from the storage facility. It's all adding up mm-hmm. now. Now, the garage was only big enough for one car. And where did it? Oh. Um, so they ended up towing obviously yeah that car um they then see that on march 30th in the early morning williams is seen on surveillance pulling into the storage facility in his ford explorer shortly after that he pulls out in a white crown vic oh that white crown vic then returns just after 6 40 a.m which was the timestamp on the mcclellan security system gotcha Williams' truck is seen leaving 17 minutes later. Yep, gotcha. Now, Williams is continuing to give interviews to reporters, but he's not talking to the police. Mm-hmm. So that didn't fucking help him at all. No, not at all. Um, No. So You don't talk to the media. No. On April 13th, like I said, this guy calls and he's like, uh, I kind of rented this storage unit. Ooh. So here's here's how you get to it. Yeah. So they went and searched the storage unit and found forty one weapons. Jesus. They found two Do you really need that many? Apparently. They found two AR fifteens with no uppers, an incidiary device, a crossbow, and a white crown vic. Gotcha. Williams was immediately arrested for making a terroristic threat. While they were doing all these searches, <laughs> grab them while you fucking can. Oh yeah. Uh, the terroristic threat that way was, you could hold them longer mm-hmm, was his email threatening more attacks on elected officials. Yep. That's a terroristic attack. I don't know what he's doing. On April sixteenth, his wife Kim was arrested. Oh. And charged with capital murder. Yes. Following all right. her interview with the police. Where she sang like, like a, a canary. motherfucking canary. Oh, chicks will get you. I mean, I don't even know if they said, hello, my name is Detective so-and-so, before she's like, he shot both of them and I was there. Dude, chicks mm-hmm. will... Oh, they're fucking they terrible. She was the getaway driver. 
That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured. On April 17th, Eric Williams was officially charged with the murders of Mark Hassey and Mike and Cynthia McClelland. Wow. He was held on $23 million bond, and Ooh. Kim was held on $10 million bond. Ouch. Mm-hmm. They ain't getting out. Nope. Not anytime soon. Dude. So the dog always knows when yeah. we're ready to... He does. <laughs> and... So, <clears throat> excuse me. Kim ends up testifying against her husband, Eric. Yeah. In a very calm, a calm, collective <laughs> manner, said that she was heavily medicated for pain at the time and was usually under the influence. Uh, so um, am I. But she did. She admitted all of it and said that she did help him. She helped him dispose of the weapons. And they asked how his demeanor was after the murders. And after he killed um, the McClellans, he ended up barbecuing that night. And she said that he was content. Well, I mean, yeah, um, baby, you and me would go down together because I ain't ratting you out. No, I ain't ratting you out. And I, I have faith Mm-mm. in you that you wouldn't rat me out. No, I wouldn't rat like, you out. Like, these chicks are crazy. I'm telling babe. <laughs> chicks are crazy. I'm telling you. So one of the things that they did say in the trial was that when Eric Williams went to the McClellan's house, he was there for less than two minutes. But really? shot more than 20 rounds. He also... That's crazy. Kim went on to say that um, he didn't want to kill Cynthia, Mike's wife. That but she, he had to. She was collateral damage. Yeah, he had and to. And that he ended up doing the kill shot to the top of her head because she wouldn't stop moaning. Oh, Jesus. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, Kim also went on to say that there were two other people on her husband's hit list. Uh, one of which was uh, District Judge Glenn Ashworth, who he had been plotting, apparently, to kill since 2007. Thank God he didn't get to him. So this was, I mean, before he even got, he wasn't even elected Justice of the Peace yet. This was and he already had a, yeah, and he already had a hit list. Yeah. This he, dude is a nut. He said that this judge was always pissing off their lunch buddies. And he's going to kill him because of that? Oh, he was going to do the same thing he did with the McClellans, except he was going to kill him with a crossbow and then (sighs) gut him and stuff his stomach full of homemade pickled napalm. What in the fuck? A. This dude is nuts, babe. Why are we pickling napalm? Right. Two. Why are we making napalm? D. How how does one find that out? Yeah. (laughs) Right. D, why at no point in time was she like, hey, babe, what you doing? Right. What's in the jar? What you doing? What's going on there? Mm-hmm. What hmm. the fuck? It's a little suspicious. Uh, and the other one was County District Attorney Early Wiley, um, who he was pissed at because that's the one that ratted him out about the oh, $1,500 yeah. in office supplies. Oh, my <laughs> God. Thank God he didn't get to these guys. Now, oh, I know. Now... Prosecutors will say that she was really the deciding factor in mm-hmm. getting him convicted. Yeah. Um, that they didn't know if they would have enough oh. tangible evidence to convict him yeah. without her testimony. Really? Mm-hmm. They don't think like the car and the guns. I mean, you never know. 
you never yeah, know what's going to stick and what's not going to stick. You're you know? absolutely correct. It, our judicial system is, is so fucked shit. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you really don't know. No. Nope. Oh, well, nope. thank God for her. So, <clears throat> he was found guilty of capital murder on December 4th of 2014. The judge said to him, <clears throat> George... Fuck uh, you, sir. I, uh, you're a fucking nuisance. No, but that's what one of McClellan's kids said. Oh, really? Um, so, during sentencing, or excuse me, during the trial, um, or the end of the trial, the Judge Mike Snipes compared Williams to infamous serial killers, saying, quote, you made yourself out to be some sort of Charles Bronson death wish vigilante in he this did. case. He did, yeah. Babe, he idolized Tombstone. Oh, did he really? Yeah. and I found out what <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry means. Um, I never bought that. And what, to any, what does it mean? Well, I'll tell you, hang on. Uh, and to any deluded souls out there who may have bought it, at the end of the day, you murdered a little old lady. And you would have murdered two other innocent people if you had the opportunity. That puts you right there with Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, and Richard Speck. Goddamn right. Yeah. Um, So way back, like, back in the day. It means, like, I'll be the person, like, I'll be your guy to do the job. If you did something, like, if you completed a job way back in, like, the 1700s, you got a piece of Huckleberry. Oh. I'm your Huckleberry. I gotcha. Um, That's interesting. So the families of the murder victims spoke directly to him. Um, He looked down, didn't even fucking acknowledge him. Fucking asshole. Kim, on the other hand, looked at every one of them, made eye contact, and listened to every word that they fucking said. Really? So um, one of the family members said, quote, you're going to die and our family will be there to watch it happen. Yes, sir. And long after your corpse has been disposed of and your name forgotten, this county and state will remember the good people. Mark Cassie, Mike McClellan, Cynthia McClellan, who gave their lives putting scum like you in prison. Yes, sir. That was Mark Cassie's mother. Awesome. Who then wrote, <clears throat> um, or excuse me, and then one of McClellan's kids <laughs> said, Fuck you, Eric Williams. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good job. So now they're both eligible for the death penalty, obviously being in the state of Texas. Yes, sir. Um, I love you, Texas. So he, on December 17th of 2014, was sentenced to die by lethal injection. Fucking A right. Now, she, as far as I know, um, was given a life given sentence. A, yeah, um, for well, her testimony. 40 years to life, yeah. Um. For her role. You Still, know. she can fucking die in jail. Well, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. You know. But. So, as far as I know, as of 2021, the latest I could find. Yeah. He's still awaiting execution in Texas. Now, he has appealed. Well, he tried appealing. Of course. Multiple times. Yeah. And everybody's like, mm, No. 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 Mm-mm. Negative. Uh, we're going to go with the salad. Uh, fuck you. Right. How about that? So that is the Kaufman County murders. Dude, that is bonkers. Isn't that fucked up? That is completely fucked mm-hmm. up. I told you you would like that one. That dude, that's not a mental illness. That's No, he's evil. He's pure fucking evil. Mm-hmm. To make up a hit list. Yep. He is pure well, fucking evil. And, I mean, this is like... 
And to barbecue after, dude, like nothing happened. Well, and this is you're you're beyond a narcissist. This you're isn't just evil. Yeah, this isn't just fucking premeditation either. Like, right? You had in 2007. You have been thinking about this. You wanted to kill this other guy. So how early? Like, it, yeah, it, it's well. As soon as he was convicted of the burglary charges, yeah, he went home and told his wife Kim. Mark's the first one. <sighs> So he, I mean, he, this was in 2012 and he, he killed him in 2013. So he knew. Oh yeah. He He more than knew. Yeah. He He fucking more than knew. And she knew and she did nothing about it. Yeah. And she did go on to admit that she, she admitted and acknowledged that had she gone to, um, you know, invest in, in authorities earlier that she probably could have prevented it. She absolutely could have prevented it. Do you think she could, do you think like. Do you think he would have gotten, I mean, Texas is, fuck you, like, Texas is the shit when it comes to this stuff. Like, yeah. They don't fuck around. No, but if if she came forward with this information. I feel I, like in Texas, he would have I, been held accountable. I, I feel like they would have done a little bit more investigating right, on him right. and watching him. I mean, in, in Cook County, probably. In Cook County, they or, wouldn't have given a fuck. Mm-mm. I mean, get out of here. They wouldn't even no, they, fuck no. that shit. They, no, they, they don't they, have time for that. No. So No. All that because over some fucking computers. <laughs> Blows my mind. That's what it was. It was it was computers. How fucked up is mm-hmm. that? Yep. What a crazy story. Less than two minutes he was at their house. Yeah. He but did dude, that shit fast. How fucking ballsy do you gotta be broad daylight on, on the courthouse steps? Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? That's that's pure evil. Fucking working. You know? And so with the McClellans, um, they they think that nobody heard the shooting because you know it was over twenty shots from yeah fucking automatic weapon. Huge fucking thunderstorm when he did it. Oh, so the thunder probably. Yep. Yeah, you know that happened not t- too long ago. There was a domestic out by us. Yeah, and a daughter uh, pulled a gun on her dad. Mm-hmm. They did not realize that she had shot him in the face. Because it was thundering? It was thundering. He didn't even know. They didn't know. They, the family drove really? him to the hospital, and when he was having his CT, they saw the bullet. No shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's in one of the towns that you mm-hmm. cover, yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? That's totally fucked mm-hmm. up. Yep. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, and also, I wanted to talk a little bit about my book. Dun, dun, dun. My book is on pre-sale now. Um, yeah, I um, because it wasn't supposed to be for a little while, right? It wasn't supposed to be for a while, but it just came out. I wasn't even notified that it was coming out. Yeah, that's what um, I thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you go to the bookstore on Dorn's Publishing... Jeez. Sorry, I had to hit pause. The dog was going nuts. So if you go on the bookstore of DorrancePublishing.com, they have my book for sale. We have some too. Yeah, for $34. Um, It's on Amazon, but right now on Amazon, it's only the e-book. Oh, the e-book's out already though? The e-book, yeah, on Amazon. So, like I said, I wasn't told this at all. We were told by the end of the year it was going to be coming out. So, um, 
pretty soon, you know, they notified me that they're going to be talking to bookstores and um, retailers soon to see if they want to sell the book and everything. So it'll be up eventually in a few months. I, pretty I don't much think it'll be that long, though. A couple weeks, you know, everywhere. But right now, just Dorrance uh, Publishing.com mm-hmm. in their bookstore. They have it for sale. If you need a good, you know, pick-me-up story, it's just everything that I, Jamie and I have been through, um, you know, it's our, our little story. Um, it's your little story. Yeah, it's, it's a big story. It's it's a big story. So if you need to pick me up, you know, I, I try to be as, in, you know, in, inspiring as possible. So, so uh, It's a good book, guys. It, yeah, I've gotten good reviews so far. People who've read it have given me good reviews, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty satisfied with that. So, so check that out, and uh, we will be out with another episode fairly soon. Yes, we will. So we will be talking to you soon. Uh, bye. Bye.